Are you guys ready? Yeah. Okay. Hi, everyone, and welcome to Vague Voices. My name is Aymede, and I will be your host for today's discussion. I'm here with Timney and Karina, who I'll let us tell, tell a bit more about themselves in a bit. But on this episode of Vague Voices, we will be discussing the very controversial French film by Maimouna Ducouré, Cuties. Uh, Karina, do you want to tell us a bit about yourself first? Uh, yeah. So my name is Karina. Uh, I am a designer, an aspiring art director, um, and I will be representing the community of people who have not seen this film, uh, but keep <laughs> engaging in conversation about it. <laughs> um, but or rather, I'll be misrepresenting them uh, because, as I said before this time, um, I have been on a journey. Um, <laughs> I still haven't seen it yet, but I'm warming up to it. Uh, so <laughs> she's not see it. She's lying. She's never gonna see it. No, I am. I see you in five years, okay? <laughs> <laughs> this conversation will be over by then, but you know, represent exactly. Uh, and also, as one said, I am good with spoilers. If you guys do want to like discuss the film, like this is not entertainment for me. Now it's like homework. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, I'm fine with that. But yeah, that's that's me. Okay, Tony. Uh, hi, I'm Tim Lee. Um, I study history and politics. Well, that was my undergrad, and then I got my teacher's degree last year, and now I'm studying my master's. Um, but on the side, I do creative things, and I create videos and stuff. So um, when I seen the cuties thing, I was like, okay, like people, like there was lots of controversy and stuff, and I was like, but have you watched the film? You know, I was like, mm-hmm. you can't just be picking out certain scenes and taking them out of context. Yeah. And then I watched the film anyway. Uh, you know, here I am, so uh, <laughs> that's what we're going to discuss today. Um, and yeah, that's me. Okay, amazing. Um, so this might be a bit hard for Karina to do because she hasn't seen the film. But um, let's say there's someone who's never watched this film and like they're on a whole other planet, so they don't even know about the controversy around it. What are three words that you would use to describe it um, to give them a sense of like what they're in for? Um, damn. Oh, wow. Um, this, it's all right, take your time. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I have a lot of words for this. <laughs> um, oh, I have to be. I expect the unexpected. Obviously. It's like that. It's the unexpected because Ooh, it's like, like that. where did that come from? I don't know. She just did it. That's it. <laughs> don't know why you did it, but she did it. it. Uh, I'm going to go with a conversation starter. Okay. I'm to wrap up everything that's happened. <laughs> um, I would go with incredibly jaw dropping. Yeah, yeah, that's the one because your mouth is just going to be open at what the fuck did mm-hmm. I just watch? <laughs> all senses of the word. That's so true. Like what? Am I actually seeing this? <laughs> but it's. I feel. I feel like it's a film with with more nuance than it's been given credit for but we'll we'll get onto that um so um a lot of people actually been saying that like they think that some of the outrage against it is a bit hypocritical or even a bit like race related because of like so i don't know if you guys have ever seen dance moms so people comparing it to that they're saying that there hasn't been like when dance moms was out there wasn't as much outrage and um like it's quite similar in the ways the children on dance moms are shown compared to cuties and stuff Mm -hmm. but like dance moms is a reality tv show and cuties is a film so i mean like do you guys think that it's a fair comparison to be made or do you think it's just like 
do you think it's because the main character in Cuties is black and it's directed by a black woman? Or is it like, or Dance Moms, is it just more different than what people are saying? I feel like I asked a lot of questions, but Mm -hmm. let me know if you need to clarify. Go for it, Tony. I think that the comparison to Dance Moms is, I think they're just two different beasts in their own Mm -hmm. separate way. Like, with Dance Moms, obviously, there's controversy because Ivy Lee, she's just Ivy Lee, she does this thing, blah, blah, blah. But then sometimes she tries to do a random drag um, dance and then do a random dance and uh-huh. Uh-huh. totally leave out the black girl and make it a secondary thing. And then she speaks about how she feels like she's stuck in chains and, yeah. you know, knees just on the side. Like, you don't know what the hell you're talking about. But it's, and then when it, when it comes to this movie, especially the dance scenes, Mm-hmm. I couldn't even watch those dance yeah. scenes. I skipped it. I just felt uncomfortable. I was like, this is something I shouldn't be having on my laptop. Like, this is... Mm-hmm. I, if the police come in now, I am guilty. <laughs> I, whatever I'd seen, I, so I just ended up skipping it. Whenever, like, the music started coming in, mm-hmm. I was like, I just pressed the skip button. I was like, Jesus. I'm not going down for that. But um, some of the controversy, I don't... I, I think there, there's an element to the fact that she's a person of colour because... I'm sure that if this was a um, Netflix, obviously it is a Netflix movie, but it's not. But you know what I'm saying? Like, if it was made for Netflix and it was directed by um, a just a industry woman, industry white woman, and if she wasn't a person of color, I'm sure a lot of people would be like, oh, yeah, this is different. And it would have different, like, influences and stuff. But this is, like, we've, we've never seen this cast before. Like, these are, like, mm-hmm. young girls. And I think their performances are pretty good, yeah. very good even. Like, the performances throughout the movie were very consistent. Um it was just the writing was a bit weird for me and some of the I have, there's a lot of questions I have to how did we get to this space but um I just think Dance Moms and this one are two separate things but you could say the outrage is well the fact that she is a black woman does yeah. come into the debate mm-hmm. yeah I, I definitely agree with that um I Dance Moms is actually how I ended up shifting from being very anti this movie because I'm like uh I was a very big Dance Moms stan like the re- only reason why I know Sia is because like, it's quite deep it's quite deep it's quite deep but it's like even with like her music videos you know I mean like there is a little girl wearing a leotard and like dancing around and doing whatever mm-hmm. but then even in the show there's like Mackenzie doing like the pouting and like Whipping, whipping her hips around I'm like that was you know and I started thinking about it. I was like you know I actually condone that I condone it and if I'm like not prepared to do that with this film which people say again everything is hearsay for me right now uh, but people say is a more delicate handling then it's like I started to try and I guess reflect on why Dance Moms was acceptable to me and this movie ne- wasn't necessarily because I was very hung up on the fact that um, there was going to be like scenes in the movie where a cameraman would, might be zooming in yeah. on the little girl and it's just, just thinking it's about lot. that yeah. it's a lot so I was like I can't watch this but then with Dance Moms oh, like, a little bit of that was happening yeah. and it was fine to me so I'm just like why uh, and then I started reflecting on the race of it all and I was like okay yeah fair. Um, there are this is like one of the first times that we have seen a film like this with a cast like this with little black girls like this by a french muslim woman yeah. um like it's 
there were a lot of factors and I'm like, okay, maybe I'm not really giving this, this film its fair break. What I did start to compare it to, which is probably like a wilder comparison, was Euphoria, because I also really, really loved that. But that was adults playing young children, or say, yeah. like young adults, um, but they were being played by adults. And also I started thinking about like High School Musical, for example, and how like my idea of a black girl in high school was Monique Coleman, and she was like 30. So... Mm-hmm. do you know what I mean so I was like wait we're fine with it when it's like adults portraying this but that's because at this point in time like we are adults now but like what about kids who are looking at these um 30 25 year olds playing people their age and seeing what they think they're supposed to look like why aren't we more outraged at Disney why aren't we more outraged at all these other shows but when it comes to you know I'm gonna try Dukare Mm-hmm. Um, using actual young girls who are actually living these experiences like they they likely have seen like the WAP music video for example like they've yeah. seen these mm-hmm. things and it's not new she's not bringing some like fantasy we all are complicit in this world that they are living right now so I was just like why why is it okay in the other instance but when it's like we're looking at the reality of it I was like okay I started to understand like she was actually trying to start a conversation here she was trying to get us to think about <laughs> the circumstances of the film what role we play and we did play a role the out like the backlash and all of it we did we it was a social experiment and we all failed yeah but, <laughs> that's how <I> <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's that's yeah. where I am now you know what's interesting as well is that like when I was doing some research on this that like I saw that she actually got the inspiration because she literally saw these 11 year olds in Paris performing exactly the same Mm. in the film so she was like oh okay let me (laughs) she was the one with the camera this time (laughs) she was like okay let me let me make a film out of this but like that was my issue as well because I completely like understand I think what she was going for I just don't know if I hate like it when people say oh it's not tasteful enough I literally hate that word using to describe Mm. things but I feel like that is the only word that I can find in this like scenario Mm. but like when I was thinking about it I was like this is a very honest portrayal because like I know I grew up with people who grew up too fast you know I grew Mm -hmm. up with girls who were wearing makeup at 11 Mm -hmm. who were lying about their age and joining Facebook at 10 who Mm -hmm. I grew up with girls who like rolled up their skirts too short sexualized themselves sometimes I was those girls. Do you know what I mean? Until, like, I decided that I was, like, that school was more important for me than, like, being like that. But, like, these things happen all the time. And, like, we see them around us. We grow up with, like, people like that. But I think it's just different when it's being thrown in your face and you're being told to face it, especially when now you're an adult and you can see it's, like, nah, this is kind of wrong. You shouldn't be doing this kind of place. Do you know what I mean? But, like, you know, coming from, like, a male perspective to me, like, what did you... I mean, you said that you, you skipped most of the dance scenes. What did you feel in terms of the portrayal? Did you have, like, any... Um, guilt isn't the right word, but, I mean, no. Did you think, like, think about, you know, um, why, you know, women might have to feel like they need to be sexualized and stuff and how that might be affected by, you know, sometimes how they want to be perceived by men, for example? Absolutely. Um, I was watching it and then... You know, like um, when she gets to the new school, um, Ami gets to the new school and then you can see the kids and they do that weird freeze thing. I was like, I know who the hell she's about to chill with. You can see <laughs> them, by the way they're dressed, by the way they're stood. You just knew that was yeah. the group there. And I was like, why are they dressed like that at that, that age? It's just, it just weirded me out. I was like, here we go. And then she tries to chill with them and stuff. But then these girls, like, it's like they knew too much, but they also knew very little at the same time. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? It's like they tried to grow up. They tried to be so mature. 
Mm-hmm. And then, like, these are literally child actors, so then they couldn't even fake that they were 14 in the movie. I was like, you look about 10. Like, don't be yeah. saying <laughs> That's just weird. And then I just wish there was a more of a thing of where she could meet girls who were more like her yeah, in yeah. comparison to the um the mean girl group because she just straight off the bus she was like yeah i want that mm. and i was like uh, would it work like that i don't know but um and i got the point of when they tried to um over sexualize themselves at such a younger age it's like when we started high school it's like we would see that type of those type of girls are and you'd see the even from the guys who were in like year year nine year ten they'd be like yeah and, and that made me feel uncomfortable anyway like mm-hmm. as as a student it's like mm-hmm. bro you're like 15 you're about to leave school in a year why are you speaking to kids in my <laughs> kids? like they're 11 i don't i don't get it what do you want from them like what are you not getting inside your own year you weirdo but um mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just a chance for them to i don't know become their own person or become the adult that they think they want to be at that age but then in a few years time that stuff just slowly drifts away anyway mm-hmm. but it, it's just um comes on the male perspective as well it's like you can't be blaming girls for acting like that if you're feeding that type of stereotypes like that's also mm-hmm. on you it's like you can't mm-hmm. be like yeah they shouldn't be doing this but then you're like yeah but keep on doing it though because i like it it's like stop you can't be feeding the beast it's like you're not helping anybody and it's just Mm -hmm. typical from that perspective and it's just it just waited me out i just didn't know so there's there's this quote so i was reading this um this article by a woman named mary mcnamara i want to point out though that the writer she's white Mm. i mean of this article i think that's important but so she says a quote and she goes cuties is not about a girl coming to terms with her sexuality sexuality doesn't factor into any of her actions it's about a girl coming to terms with the nature of power and her media Mm -hmm. and potentially lifelong lack of it yeah so i thought that was quite um a potent quote because for me when i was watching it all i thought about was her coming to terms with sexuality but i thought about it in a way that like she was coming from a place where it seemed kind of she was going towards like two extremes of her sexuality in a place where she felt it was repressed and then in a place where it was a bit it was it was more than liberation it was like dangerously like mm-hmm. promiscuous in a sort of way but like this quote made me think that actually it's right because even um even the director talks about um oppression and power and about how um you know in the film she sees how powerless her mum is especially to like the fact that her dad is going to get a new wife and he's going to bring her oh. to france and yeah karina mm-hmm. <laughs> it's big you know it's big <laughs> to be one big happy family and she she listens to her mum you know make phone calls and you know be happy on the phone telling people yeah he's got a new wife i hope they're happy and then in between phone calls burst out into tears and she's seen this lifestyle where like women are not in control and where they they're powerless and then she sees another place where it seems that women are completely in control and they um not only in control of themselves but they can control how other people feel by how they dress and how they move their bodies and she's like okay this is where i find my power this is how i'm gonna be and it's kind of like this like struggle to find i mean because she doesn't have people around her who are like you don't have to do any of this or maybe even society doesn't tell her that she has society says it's either this or that but like medium where you find a place to just be happy and be yourself and enjoy being a kid um this is not really a question i was really sorry <laughs> i'm talking now um but what do you guys think about that what do you guys think about the quote i think yeah that's what i'm trying to say 
I mean, I'm inclined to agree, obviously coming from a place of complete ignorance about the film. <laughs> but so you remember that point in the film when, remember that point? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just, I think coming at it from um, obviously somebody who was an 11-year-old black girl, uh, I would not want to be that in this day and age. Um, and yeah. just thinking about social media and how that has given black people the opportunity to create their own power and to reclaim that power and put it on a global stage. But obviously with what people gravitate towards on apps like Instagram and Twitter, there's a look, there's a lot of pressure to fall into that look in order to achieve success. So we are defining success through things like, especially for women, beauty and our bodies. And that is power. Now you can I mean, even before intellect or whatever, like people want to see somebody who's beautiful talking. They want to see somebody who looks nice and appealing and talking like that's what that's what we celebrate. That's what we like. That is what we engage with. And according to the algorithm, when you do that, that's what gets boosted. So that's what gets shared around. So if you want to go viral, which is now power to us, especially in lockdown, we are not going anywhere outside. We need to go. <laughs> we need to go places on the Explore page. Um, like that's how we get around. And if that's what people are appealing to, you're gonna wanna you're gonna wanna fall into that if that's what you're after. If you want to, especially if you're saying that you know her mom was going through all of that at home, and I'm assuming Ami is also Muslim. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So there's that like religious pressure at home and stuff, and then when you're online or when you're at school and you're seeing girls who are online and who are responding to that, that it does look like freedom. It is a false promise of freedom, but it's one nonetheless. And so definitely 100% it is about power. Um, and it's something that I've been trying to come to terms with, especially around like the sex positivity movement about how, you know, women don't dress provocatively for men, we do it for ourselves. But on the flip side, do you have to? Is that a promise mm. of you being free, being able to dress like that? Can you be modest and demure and still be powerful? Mm. Who knows? But um, yeah, so I would definitely agree with I would agree with that that quote 100. percent I might change my mind when I watch it. But. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah. I think from the from the movie, I think the key thing that I, the way I would explain to someone is for me the main thing I took away was how a marriage or a breakup of a marriage or a um, troubles between father and mother can affect. A child, like for me, if I was to like rewrite the movie, yeah. um, I would place it from that type of perspective, and then it would be Ami trying to find a way to be free of that situation of like being in the house and being part of that situation. So then she goes to the extreme and does all this, and of which would give more like a bigger payoff to the end of where she realizes this isn't for me, like being inside this mean girl group rather than it just felt like okay, she moved there and then she became part of a girl group and then we found out about her mother and how she is like she, she's, her heart's broken basically but then she has to have this pretense all the time and act like she's happy and then there's the auntie who always checks up on her um and then yeah she just continues down that path but then i just i would want it to feel like she has she's going to do whatever she can to not be part of that situation anymore so mm. yeah that's that's me all right okay so one of the scenes um that made me the most uncomfortable um was when um they're in is it the one when they're in the like the park thing 
No, it's not the oh. park bit. It's the one where, although, yeah, that one. Okay, okay. <laughs> it was when they were coming out of the, um, oh my God, what was it called? The laser um, place. Yeah. The the game. And so, like, they when they get caught by the guards and, they're, and like, to get out of trouble, Amy starts dancing in front of them. Not just dancing. Like... Not just dancing. Not with <laughs> Is she dancing? breaking her back for no Wait, reason. What? Ah! Like, who told her that? Like, that would that was, and they were just watching. There was no shame in the in the security guards. They were like, oh, okay, Turk for me, Turk. I was like, what do you mean? Seven year old girl, and they let them go as well. I was just like, the fact that she knows if she does some like seductive dance, she's gonna yeah. control these men and then be let out of their clutches. And mm. I was. Just, this is, it was just too much. I was like, I can't believe I'm watching this right now. I can't believe exactly this. what I was saying. I was like, this, this wasn't set up in the movie. Like, I didn't see her see an example of that ever. Yeah. That's so what she, I'm it saying. just came out of nowhere. And I was like, yeah. yeah. Because they were like, leaving. And then she, um, the guy grabs her, like, one of the first bodyguard he grabs her. And he's the guy who's like, you need to leave now. I'm about to call the police. And they're like, no, 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 don't touch me, pedophile. And I was yeah. like, it, okay. <laughs> I mean,. <laughs> I mean that's one way to that's one way to deal with it I guess. When they accused him of molestation, he, they were like, "Oh, I'm going to tell people that you molested me," and he was like, "What? No!" <laughs> I was like, in this logic, in this whole laser tag, somehow you were able to see them walk through the back door, but you have no cameras to prove that you didn't touch this girl. It didn't make sense. And then, um, <laughs> then he goes, "You know, what? I'm gonna call the boss." And then the boss comes in, and then she's busy calling the other guy a pedophile, and then the other girl starts breaking the back in front of the other guy, and he's the senior bodyguard. And then he's just there watching. I was like, you just accused the wrong guy yeah. of being a pedophile. This guy was still there and he was smiling. smiling. I, was, I just, I didn't know what to do. And then suddenly they get a phone call and saying they're through to the next round of the dance competition. And then they just start screaming, start breaking their back. And then they leave. That's it. That's the one. <laughs> it's not funny, but that's literally what happened. It's not funny, but it is. Oh. oh. And it's like... I mean, <laughs> that leads me on to the question of, do you think it's fair for people to categorise this film as paedophilic or even pornographic? Because I've heard a lot of that. I'm definitely pleading the fifth here. I, I don't know anything <laughs> about this movie. <laughs> let's, let's, let's switch the question. Based on what you've seen so far, as a person who hasn't watched it and seen like, the random clips, mm-hmm. does it have potential to be paedophilic? I feel like it could pander a to that audience i can Mm -hmm. see them getting quite a lot out of it but just because i mean just men are you know like it's 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 creepy um and i can i can see appealing to them i can see appealing to that i feel like i haven't actually watched this but i have heard um i guess like comments on is it filthy rich the epstein documentary about how they Mm -hmm. covered like some of his you know situations with children uh but they didn't actually like show any of it I feel like suggestive, a more suggestive approach. Yeah. Like suggest as well. Mm-hmm. Um, for, so, yeah, I, I do feel like a little bit of it was tongue in cheek. But I also, on the other hand, I'm trying personally anyway to kind of confront my own, I guess, feelings around feeling uncomfortable with things and trying to lean into that discomfort if it is somebody's reality. Yeah. You know what I mean, like, it's almost. I mean, you can talk about it in the same respect with like racism, for example, and how certain people just don't want to get into it. Like, <laughs> but like this don't is our, <laughs> <you know what laughs> <I mean? laughs> 
but it's like there are people who are going through this situation there are people who are experiencing this and as uncomfortable as I find it it's it's happening and it's real and I just need to man up so maybe it does appeal to them does it need to be seen you know maybe maybe once in a decade we just need one movie that reminds us that you know what yeah people are thinking like this you know and you got to be on the lookout so if another one comes along then I'll be like okay so stop but for this this one maybe maybe it was needed I I obviously haven't seen it and what you guys described this sounds really creepy but um yeah maybe it was required I don't know I don't know that's me okay let's let's see if we can end on something positive what are some of the positive we think we can take from the film so I'll start with Timmy and then your question Karina is have you taken any positives from like what you've seen so far Mm-hmm. even though you haven't seen the film and anything that we've said, is there anything that is there anything positive that you can take from what we've said? But that's how I'm first. I think when you finish the film, you realize that all the things were there. It was just the execution was mm. bad. It was just, but it's like the themes are there, you know, um, kids and the internet um, access to porn, um, mm-hmm. webcoming with kids, um, you know, blowing balloons in the park. I'll just keep that, you know, me and you know. That's for you. That's for you. After you see, when you see it, you see it. Oh, God. Um, yeah. Growing up too quick. Like, all the themes are there, but it was just... If I could restructure the movie, I would. It's like mm-hmm. that. It's like, I'll put this there instead so it makes that more effective, and I'll put this there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it is a good movie. It's a good conversation thing, especially in, like, 2020. We can speak about anything now because basically everything's happened. Yeah. yeah, you know, we still have like a few months to go, but um, and it has some really good well shot scenes as well uh, in terms of the the bridge scene of when they're just throwing things into the air and everything's in slow motion and stuff Yeah, dope scene, I was like, okay, that was cool <laughs> uh, but yeah, and the acting is that's some top tier acting, yeah, especially the, for kids, the and then the aunties as well and the mother as well, wow that's, it's just really good um, um but that's about it. There is a lot that's made me feel uncomfortable watching just as a film goer anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, so I guess I'd have to try and confront that in a way, but then I don't really have to. <laughs> it's just, I don't want to. Yeah. But if it's on the screen, I have to take it as it is, since it is mm-hmm. part of the movie. I don't want to lose an element just because it's weird. But um, yeah, it is good, but it could be better. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Uh, on my from my question um, <laughs> from from what I've seen, I think I'm hoping anyway that a positive that can be taken out away from this is how we as a global public now kind of respond to less than desirable content mm-hmm. uh, and just cancel culture and how we hopefully moving forward reflect on our relationship with that because uh, a lot of the backlash around it ended up being like quite political. A lot of it was coming from obviously conservatives in America. So what I actually did or what I've been doing is like trying to research fairly similar shows like Euphoria. Uh, but also, um, I don't know if you guys have seen Shameless. I've been watching the American version, not the UK version. I just feel like the UK one's going to annoy me. But <laughs> the, <laughs> the American one does have like a family of um, like seven kids or so. Uh, and the parents are just like they abuse drugs there's like sex and porn nudity every couple of scenes and I think with this movie there was barely any nudity at all um, probably like a couple seconds you said um, I think there was one it, there was, right I mean yeah, it was, yeah, they were watching, was a, they're watching yeah. a video mm. but it, it wasn't the kids thought, I mean I thank God for that because 
oh my god there's full front and nudity and i was like not in this movie yeah. no and then yeah. it turned out they're watching a dance video that was about it, it was just one yeah. tea out and I was, that, that was it I was, I was so happy but yeah that's about it that's it but in this show and it's like i'm seeing reviews from like as recent as a couple months ago people were like oh my god five stars i love it but there are kids like literally sitting down on a couch watching porn on tv mm-hmm. and, like the actual scene and i'm just like this movie featuring a hell of a lot of white people accolades mm-hmm. accolades after accolade and decoray i'm trying uh, <laughs> she comes out with one film literally mm. One movie. This this show has like what eleven seasons, mm-hmm. like Shameless. She comes up with one movie, and it seems to be a kind of more like as you said, like nuanced approach. She, I saw that she actually got it approved by like child protection like serve um, authorities in France. Like mm-hmm. she she did her due diligence, and you exactly. can see that she made an effort. And people are still attacking her. So I'm hoping one positive that comes out of this is that people just think um, about how they respond to things with regards to, especially with regards to women of color. Another positive, a woman of color is out here shaking tables. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then another thing that I hope comes out of this is that people take their account, if they're going to cancel their Netflix subscription or whatever, I hope that they reinvest that time in investigating what the fuck's going on in their own ends with regards to young children mm-hmm. and looking at how the situation that we are all 100% playing into, how we can change that. Are we, if we are getting this outrage and threatening to pull money, are we threatening to pull our taxes from and our tuition and whatever from schools that don't do enough to protect children? Like, what are we really doing to change the situation? Or, cause like when you cancel your Netflix description, all you're saying is, I don't want access to information. I don't want access to education. I'm not speaking a lot to you, sis. We know because, like, clearly, you don't like that's. You just want to be ignorant and shouty, and it's like we need to change our relationship with ignorance and this freedom of speech that social media has given us. That is what I hope comes out of it. Just if you don't know, shut the fuck up. Maybe. Mm. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, I would. There's nothing that I can say that you guys haven't already said. I just think that. Um, for me, especially with regards to this film, it was important for me to watch it so I could form my own opinion because I feel like something that happens a lot today is kind of just following the bandwagon of like where the of the opinion where the majority lie mm-hmm. and not forming your own thoughts and not thinking about okay like what can I do to mm. to change this thing rather than just kind of like following the crowd and following whatever is going on in social media and like. I remember I kind of I almost scrambled to go watch because I was like people are gonna like bash this film so much Netflix is gonna pull it off but I was yeah. like mm. I need to watch this before that happens so I can know that like if people are literally just chatting out their ass mm-hmm. which some people were not there were there, there's like serious things that are going on if people or if it was like actually a real thing mm-hmm. so I think that was important and I think that is a positive that came out of it for me personally and I think for other people that people who did go out to watch it Karina watched the film um <laughs> So, um, yeah, that's pretty much what we have time for. Um, so yeah. thank you guys so much for joining me. Um, to everyone listening, please let us know what your views are on the film. And um, we'll see you on the next episode, innit? Hey.